Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Three one-on-ones, two pistols, one exhausted production assistant, and a whole lot of baloney. Guys, we have all of our coverage coming up for tonight's episode of The Bachelorette right after this. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bachelorette After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I appreciate you guys uh, still sticking around, even though you knew I wasn't here last week. That was very arrogant, what I just said. Very much so. <laughs> what I meant to say. Wow. I meant to say the opposite. That <laughs> Thanks, I'm glad to say people are back, even though I wasn't here. These peons. We're, we're no, happy no. to have you back. Nice, guys. Move along. What I meant to say was, as much as I missed you guys, the three of you killed it. I was, I felt like very excited to listen to your coverage, and it was nice to just be a fan last week. So thank you. Nice. But um, that's right, guys. Way to bring Jeff it back, Jeff. I'm <laughs> truly sweating here in studio from my inability to speak. Um, guys, my name is Jeff Graham. Thanks so much for tuning into tonight's coverage. I am not alone. I am joined by the. Always opinionated Renee Ariel. Hello, hello. The game move oriented Mike Feeling. Hey, what's up, guys? And the analytical Christine Alexis. Hey, hey, guys. And mm-hmm. I'm the douchebag who doesn't know how to talk. Wow. No. Um, not true. You're like Luke P. I know exactly. <laughs> Never say that again. You will not. Um, <laughs> um, if this is your guys' first time tuning in, welcome. This is the Bachelor After Show here on After Buzz TV, where we review your favorite ABC show every week. Tonight we're talking about season 15, episode 8. Guys, things are happening, and this ad is very aggressive that I'm seeing right now. I have the uh, chat pulled up, which means if you're tuning in live, you can actually join the conversation. We will chat, shout some of you guys out. Additionally, uh, we've gotten some really wonderful iTunes reviews from you guys, so we will be reading those later in the episode. Thanks for all the love. Um, it means just as much for us to do this for you as it does for you guys to check out our show, so we really appreciate it. That also didn't sound great. Alright, we're going to go to overall thoughts. Renee, if you have the ability to speak, I want I want to hear what your overall thoughts on tonight's episode were. Jeff, we can't be on a panel together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you guys saw last week, the two of us just broke. We forgot oh, how to um, man. Wow, this episode was a lot. I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know when it's like when you were in school and it's like June and you're checked out for summer? Yeah. I hate everyone left except for <laughs> Peter and I guess Tyler is, C is okay. I'm like checked out. I'm like, okay, someone's got to win. Let's see this Luke P thing that they already spoiled in the promos. I'm just kind of over everyone except for Peter and Tyler. I don't want to see anything else. But I will watch, and I will watch intently, and I, I will care. But it's it's a lot. Um, I gotta say, I'm right there with you, Renee. <laughs> I'm definitely uh, mentally checked out, trying to be as analytical as possible, but I think this episode was just about trimming the fat, honestly. We, yeah. Just narrowing it down at this point. I like it. I, I do not like Luke for her, but I like Luke on the show, because I think he's the only interesting thing going on. And I'll, I'll stand by that. I very much agree. I don't know why they're giving such 
an obvious uh, tease to next episode. We're all going to be there to see what dumb stuff Luke does anyway. They don't need to spoil the whole sex thing and her crying and like that's the moment. We're already tuning in. So it's a little bit disappointing to have it spoiled. Yeah, they're building it up as like, oh, this moment where she finally takes him down. Like while the audience has already been begging for that moment for so long. We don't need the fence jump here. Okay. Yeah, I kind of don't understand. I mean, do you guys think there's any world in which the sex shamer is not Luke? And is there any world in which the crazy cuts, the windmill sex conversation is happening with someone else? No, No, but I think what's happening is they're seeing online that everyone's like, why the hell is Luke still here? And they're like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 I swear she sends him home. I swear, look, 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 next week. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. They keep, it's like with the fence jump, like he is eventually going to jump a (laughs) fence. Now they're like, she is eventually going to send this guy home. Yeah, it, it will happen. But yeah. they showed, like, from the get-go, I truly don't know why they showed that entire date. Yeah. I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, does nothing else happen? Is the other half of that episode another damn recap? Like, I have questions. Ugh. I'm worried now because that was a lot to show us, and it makes it makes me hope they have other tricks up their sleeve next week because oh, a scene like that feels like it's going to be the crux of next week's episode. Hannah did say in a couple of interviews um, about her season that almost every episode feels like a fence jump moment. Now I have to disagree with her. Yeah, everyone hasn't, but true. I'm wondering if that will ring true for these final three. So I'll be hopeful. To be fair, there are, have been a lot of times I have wanted to jump the fence away from watching the show. <laughs> fair enough. Well, I also like tonight's episode. I think it was nice to see some actual dates. I feel like this yeah. season has tended to kind of shy away from dates and that's when you can really analyze the connection between the contestants. Um, I've been a little shady with Tyler C, but he's growing on me. I think he treats Hannah well and we'll get into that. Um, personally, we're going to get into it, but it's hard for me to watch Jed do anything on this show now. <sighs> I think with that, we're going to go ahead and just transition into this first one-on-one. Of course, it's with Jed. Are you guys able to watch this in the context of the show? No. Because for no. me... We're going to get into the tea <laughs> later, but there was more spilled about Jed that makes him look even worse than yeah. he did last week in terms of his player tendencies. And I just can't I can't watch this date anymore. I can't really watch the show. I think it's fair to say that if Renee and I agree on a point, that it's basically a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so you cannot. You cannot watch Jed nope. the same yeah. way. I will say, though, while we were watching it, I, I might have been the only person on the panel Uh-oh. saying that... You were. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, not might have. Christine was. Doing, she was doing a good job being an actual Try critic. Trying to softball <laughs> right now. Here we go. Yeah. Because Jed was my resource to begin with. I had him winning it, and that still can be the case. We don't know. But outside of the context of what we know about what's going on, like... He's killing it. I like know. he's he doing Absolutely. all the right moves that a bachelorette bachelorette contestant should be doing from from day one. The way he handled confrontation with Luke P down to like reassuring her every step of the way. They have great chemistry. Like. Yeah, this you not never, all happened. You if you never had Twitter or anything, he would be easy. From, he would no, be the like, guy. No problem, you but yeah. don't you guys feel fooled because he he said he wanted to be top five and look at him playing the game the right way? I mean, doesn't that get in your head like it Did gets in my I overthink he, every moment about he it? He allegedly <laughs> said that in the text. Haley well, said I, so. He yeah. said that, but that was totally part of his whole strategy of wanting to get on to further his music career. And I'm sure part of that was to make it to top five. But think about right? had that, that, makes sense. that never been the case, right? All this other drama. Yeah. He would have just been the first, one of the first few contestants to ever really reveal his motives early on and kind of just break that, like, 
that mold. He could have been like this really great contestant. Who's going to break it to him that this is not going to further his music career, nor will anything? I, I think he knows it now with all the stuff coming out. Have you guys heard Vacation? Because Jeff showed yeah. that to me. Uh, Can you sing it? Oh my God. Do it. Sing it. It's only a part I know. It's it's a, I don't have enough accent on it. So I know. It's, he adopts a Jamaican accent in this song, and nothing is okay anymore. There's a reason he's been singing Mr. Right, okay? There's a reason. Um, I, it's just tough for me. I mean, I think maybe the cringiest parts for me during this, again, the parts that would have played so well were when Jed was like, I'm just trying to be honest with you. You need to open up. And it almost makes me wonder if Jed feels like he's off the hook because he opened up about other stuff. So maybe it's that thing where, I mean, we've all been in the position where we've maybe told a lie and you fess up to half the truth and you're like, well, like I, I said this, so everything's okay, but you're still hiding so much. But what do you mean off the hook? Nobody on the show knows he's got these other women. Well, right? I'm just so saying... It, it's irrelevant. No, it it right? is not irrelevant because there's AFR, there's um, Men Tell All. Like, he's gonna get it. And my guess... And well, I, I just meant in the context of the show. Like oh, the yeah, current, yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms right. of his own moral consciousness. In real life. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. My prayer, by the way, and I say prayer, <laughs> is that ABC is going to track down both Haley and I forget the other one's name, but oh. we'll get to it later, and have them on one of the after shows, whether he'll be on um, AFR or if he'll be on just Men Tell All. I want them there, and I want them drilling him, and I want Hannah in the room. That's and then my dream. I want one of them. <laughs> I want one of them to date Luke. <laughs> Oh That's my so gosh. Cool. Hell wow, yeah. wow, wow. I just want to clip out that moment of Renee's dream. So one day when she's campaigning for political office, we can I have a dream. That one day during after the final rose, both of Jed's exes will be in the room. It's like a dream. I mean, before we move on from Jed, I mean it's clear that we're on the same page about just our distaste for him. But I know when we spoke about the situation last week, we had quite a few people in the live chat kind of cautioning us not to jump to conclusions just yet. This was also before the tea came out that we'll get to later. Um, Also keeping in mind that he hasn't had a chance to say anything yet. So, I mean, are we... I, I don't know. I guess it just feels like there's receipts. I mean, I'm I'll be I'll be open minded right now, Jed. You look guilty. Yeah, I just want to know what he's gonna say. It's hard for me to imagine any world in which there's a defense, but I mean, because there's when there's like time stamped text messages. What what can you say? If I mean, he's that out, could be f- if he's out and he's around for men tell all. Yeah. Chris has to ask him about this, right? Oh, yeah. they're going to oh, ask. Yeah. No matter what, they're going to ask him about it. There's no way that they can dodge this one. However, my guess is, okay, let's say he wins. There's going to be intense media training where he's like, oh, well, you know, I should have been more clear with her. I, I did not see us having a future. I didn't even know she thought of us as exclusive. I think I, I messed up. But he's going to play that shit down yeah. mm. to the point where it's still bad, but it's less of what it was. Right. And I think, based on what I've read about Haley, she didn't even want to initially come forward with this story. Right. It's that they had already figured it out, and they were going to tell the story with or without her. Right. So she's like, no, I want to tell my own story. So I truly don't think she go against what he says and it sounds like she still has love for him which you know she was in love with him he's the worst but I mean according to another Haley in chat not this Haley different Haley she's already said she's not going to go on after the final rose well I I kind of appreciate that I mean as much as I want to see that and I clearly Renee wants to see that (laughs) it does make me think that she's coming forward with this story 
for, for the, the right reasons. Yeah. Um, and it's totally valid that if, you know, outlets are going to come out and try to tell her story for her, she completely has the right to jump in and control the narrative. It must suck for Jed right now that he can't contribute his side of the thing, but he shouldn't have told someone over text that he loved her the day before he went to The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to stand by. Yeah. Um, Getting back to the date and talking about the show for what it is, I really appreciate Hope Lockwood asking this question. Hope, thanks for tuning in as always. Do you guys think Jed likes Hannah at all? I feel like he at least likes her a little bit. It doesn't make what he did okay, but I'm curious about your thoughts. I, it seems it's it's hard to judge because Jed's proven himself to be, at least via text, a two-timer. But there is chemistry during these dates, right? I mean, if I was with... 30 other women and there was one guy and everyone talked about how much that they loved that one guy and that was the only male interaction I had and he was cute and we had some chemistry yes I'd probably start liking him too do I think that this is like some deep love that will be (laughs) that will last absolutely not he's still a player that cheated on multiple people which again we will get to but like that doesn't just change just what changed was where they are the environment so when he's back at his normal hometown whatever situation, that's when I think we'll get real Jed. Right now this is TV show Jed that doesn't have a cell phone or books. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think anything that he's done has overtly caused me to really think that he's really into her. I mean, yeah. strumming the guitar and singing the song, you do that to anybody. It's not... Mm. I, I don't know. But I really think it's hard for me to be objective now that I know all the other stuff that's going on. It's tough. It's tough. It um, I mean, the one moment I did feel real chemistry between Jed and Hannah was on the bed last week when he <laughs> opened up to her. Did you guys... I'm getting laughter, so I'm assuming you guys don't agree. No, because you just... It was just the delivery. On the, bed, the way yeah. I said it. It's just on the when bed. Jed and Hannah and I had a threesome last week. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's um, where you were. I, there's been moments with Jed and Hannah where it seems like there's real chemistry, but it's just hard, you know? It's He's kind of sealed his own fate. Yeah, I, I think that there is an element of chemistry there, but again, to your point, Renee, I think it's like... Like a relationship, but not like endgame. It's definitely not that kind of vibe between them. And yeah. he also yeah. doesn't strike me as somebody who's necessarily ready for marriage at all. Like uh, maybe no. a serious relationship if he can, you know, stay with one person. If he can but, be faithful. Yeah, but he so, he's never really mentioned like I want to start a family. His his main thing when he opened up about his intention on the show was like I was open to it because I love the idea of love. Like that doesn't sound like someone who has a like a, a five year plan or even a idea of what they want a relationship long-term to look like. Right. I, so I don't see him being ready for marriage. I don't think I knew this about the gossip, but Tamara Fuller in the chat just says, okay, Jed had applied to be on The Bachelor several months before he met Haley. Yeah. When they started dating, he told her that he had applied and was waiting to see if he had gotten selected. But he, but that doesn't Thanks, matter. It was, he told her he was only going on the show for his career. It wasn't that he had ever intended to go on the show for actually dating. Okay. Now, well, here's the flip. Was he telling this girl that to not hurt her feelings? Because he really well, wasn't feeling it? To do that and then tell her I love you and go on a vacation with her and call her the night before vacation. he flies up to California. Uh, <laughs> was it just to record an album? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't just saying that to not hurt her. The, um, the length he went to not hurt her feelings is uh, quite impressive, if that were the case. It sounded like this was a real relationship that was serious. I don't who who do you go on vacations with that you're not serious about? They yeah. were also only dating for four months. I don't know. Maybe is that does that seem like 
But it, I it's mean, short. Little, it's that's real not short. short. To me. It's but real some, short. But some relation. Okay, you guys, this show takes place over three months. That's I hate fair. to break it. Well, yeah, fair. of course. Exactly. Of course. But, but the thing is, relationships can move at different speeds. Yeah. I know yeah. people that like to have taken their relationships super slow. I know. I know. I have friends that move in together after six months when dating a guy. So I don't think it's to say like how long they were together that matters. But if you're already going on vacations together and saying I love you, that says something about the relationship. That yeah. in itself defines. Well, how here's what I'll say. We've discussed like whether or not Jed's intentions are what they were, but he should have handled this better. And we have the conversation on this panel, which sometimes frustrates people about if these people are like marriage ready, like if they're ready for marriage. And he has not proven himself with the way he's handled his exes to be ready for a long-term commitment. He doesn't have the communication skills necessary for a successful marriage, right? I think what would have been a better way to handle it? Just not come on the show? I mean, he. I don't or think tell, he... tell just just tell the truth. But yeah. you think if he had told her right off the bat, like I texted this girl yesterday, I loved her. Not told Hannah, told his ex. I think he should have told his ex, hey, okay. if I go and I fall in love with this girl, it might be the end, you know? Got it. Or, okay. or if he's on the show and he needs to do some truth telling, yeah, tell the truth to Hannah. Because you think it's going to be better if it comes out later? It does. If you're with someone and there is a lie that could break you guys up, guess what? You shouldn't be with that person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like we're all on the same page about she Jed. Doesn't win. Moving on. We'll get into some more tea. Oh, we just oh, said God. we have yes. a vacation. Let's Go ahead, play Ryan. a little bit. Go ahead, Ryan. Ryan. Just play a little bit. This is what Jeff had blasting in his ears all last week. <laughs> I was uh, on vacation. vacation. Watch out, guys! It might be at the top of the iTunes chart. We'll see. If keep, his dreams will come true. If that's the case. If uh, enough fans go and listen to this YouTube video. All right. Let's move on and talk about Tyler's one-on-one. Uh, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of Tyler, but I will say he treats her very well, and she's a huge fan of Tyler. Thoughts, Christine, on this one-on-one? Um, this one-on-one, the activity was pretty boring. Just horseback riding and doing random stuff. But they made it really cute. I agree with you, Jeff, that Tyler grew on me. He was not my favorite to begin with. Um, but he finally gave Hannah what she wanted, was a little, which was a little bit more about who he is at his core. So... I was I was cool with well that. Said. Date. I like I like Tyler. I've liked him for a while. Um the date was kind of whatever yeah. it was a less fun version of what I thought was a really cool date she had with Mike a few episodes ago where they got drunk and wandered around the but city. But is this not the same date over and over again? Yeah, yeah like it, I group think dates. in so general nice. the dates have been fairly boring this season. We had so a couple boring. like rugby axe throwing things, but it's not very exciting. Hannah keeps getting sick, you guys. She can only That's do true. so much. <laughs> Girl uh, is not a great immune system, I will yeah, say. It's very bad. Or she, maybe she's a really bad traveler. That could I, be. Yeah, I feel bad That's for true. her. They're, they're abroad. Yeah. See, Get her I, some boosters. I like Tyler, but I think it's because I hate everyone else but Pete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that if it was a group of guys from past seasons that I genuinely liked, Tyler would be one of my least favorites. Not because he's a bad guy, just because I'm like, eh, about him. But because of how low... I know. The standard is right the now. Bar. I think I'm he's like, genuine. Oh, he's I think he's cool. genuine. I he's, think he's honest guy. But that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. He's honest. But that's he's the bar. Genuine. Uh, yeah. But I think that, that oh, <laughs> that oh he doesn't bar. have a, a girlfriend back home. I like this guy. Like, that's so sad that that's, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. I did appreciate his, um, his kind of candid moment talking about, like, his fear of failing in a relationship. I thought mm-hmm. that was a lot mm-hmm. of 
unpack talking about his parents. Um, it kind of made me think that it makes sense how he's fallen into this, like, I'll take care of you role for Hannah every time she's in a bad mood because he just wants to succeed at this relationship and always they be that They do a lot of aquatic her. things. Eating herring... And then they it's ate crab or whatever the I other guess. day, or the other date, remember? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of seafood. A lot of seafood. Mm. Aphrodisiac, Maybe right? she keeps getting sick off the seafood. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like pickled herring probably isn't a great it's thing. It's really good, though. Gross. Yeah, I'd like pickled herring, too, mm. actually. Um, okay, so people are asking why I'm not a huge fan of Tyler. Yeah. I The only thing I can compare to dating other gentlemen that I've done would be like the fraternity rush process that I went through in college because <laughs> right. you're having like weirdly intimate conversations with strangers yeah. and the only way I can describe it is I feel like I would be bored by Tyler if I were to meet him during fraternity rush and I feel like he has trouble saying anything I, I feel like when he was talking to Hannah he's like yeah and you know I'm tripping in my mind and I just we got to Riga and things got trippy and she's like what do you mean he's like you know you just get in your head and you're all just what can you do and I, I, I get frustrated when people can't communicate things yeah. um, so if that were during fraternity rush I would be like this guy's kind of boring next so that's a, that's a specific articulation of why I don't find Tyler C very appealing yeah. That's a common thing in Bachelor and Bachelorette, though. I hate when people talk about talking instead of just talking. Yes, exactly. But that's just because they're trying to produce the show. Like, you have to talk about talking so we don't have to hear your boring story about, like, your five siblings. No, but but it would be interesting for him to have actually said why he was tripping in Riga. Yeah. Right? That Not, I oh, just... I was tripping in Riga and it was crazy. Right. And, well, what was wrong? That, I think, was just he he can't open up. But, like, when mm-hmm. they do on dates when they're like, well, I have a hard time opening up and blah, 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 and they don't get into detail of it, it I think it's just so they can make a show. This, in particular instance, I think was because he just I think it's awkward I think it's hard for him to open up I think there are so many cameras around he's like I don't know like I I just couldn't think and it felt Isn't like that his job well, to open up I'm to gonna open. say I'm gonna butt in really quick yeah. in his yes. defense only because Hannah has been preaching about wanting to open up this is episode 8 and she started off saying like this is when it's really gonna get real I'm gonna open up this time which she started off last episode saying mm-hmm. and you know, kudos to her for being the lead and pulling this stuff out of these guys, yeah. which is what she needs to do. But she also needs to do the same thing. Fair. She did give a little bit when she kind of countered his story about his parents, saying that her parents didn't communicate well, and she wants to kind of rectify that in her relationships going forward. Yeah. But that's it. We still need more from her, too. Yeah, yeah but also maybe they should have tried pulling it out of her. I, to your point, though, how much was left on the cutting room floor? Like, what did we see more? Conver- were, were there more conversations and we just totally didn't and get it? That's the thing. We don't know if Hannah opened up more and maybe they cut that out. But at the same time, I feel like if you're in the okay first dates with your when you're with someone, like it fully depends on your chemistry. And then if you have chemistry, what kinds of questions do you ask each other? Because if they're not going to ask me about the time I broke my collarbone in fourth grade and cried at the playground, I'm not going to just offer out that information. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's times where, yes, you can be like, oh, that's funny that you've been through that. This is what I've been through. But if they're not asking the intense questions that she's asking them, maybe she's not one to just, like, give out all that information on her own. She wants them to ask, clearly. I get. Well, she does want them to ask because a couple weeks ago she cried saying that none of you know anything about me. Yeah. Um, Which, that is a clue as a guy to be like, ask me a question. But it's hard because they're in a position where they're being courted, so maybe they don't feel like they have the space to. That's why sometimes I just think a lot of these guys aren't necessarily... What do you mean? The guys? They're not being courted. They kind of are, though, just because she's the one making cuts. 
it's her job to make these decisions, so it feels like she's... Yeah, but I think they're courting her, and then she's making the decisions. Just, I don't, that's yeah. why I don't understand why everything is in questions. I understand, and people are, are ragging on us now in the chat that all this stuff gets left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, absolutely, totally agree, but if you're editing this, editing this, mm-hmm. do you think the most interesting stuff is... Me saying, ah, oh, there's just so much stuff I want to tell you. Right. And then I go on to tell you all this stuff, and the editors are like, nope, They're let's just cut kinda... it out there. No, come on. They're to, not saying this stuff. To be honest, though, when Garrett went on about how he used to think he wanted to be a football player and then ended up saying he now likes golf, um, I could have, I would have preferred a, I have a hard time opening up over that. That was <laughs> yeah. truly very boring. You if you're boring, both. if you're boring, yeah, <laughs> boring. for sure. And that was a highlight of the conversation. Yes. Someone had That's edited true. that. That and that's what they it's, took. It's about <laughs> painting a picture. They're painting Tyler to be this one note kind of guy, whereas right. Garrett apparently has all this depth over his sports preferences. Uh, let's not call it depth. <laughs> I'm so heavy so, on the sarcasm. Irrelevant what Garrett has anyway. <laughs> heavy on the sarcasm. I just I find Tyler to be a little uh, one note, as you guys were saying. And it actually, it sounds like on social media he's really interesting and funny, so I should probably follow him to get a different side. But actually, based on the yeah. edit... Um, I'm just not really feeling it. But Hannah is, which is great. He seems to be treating her well, and that's all good stuff. Um, we will see what happens. It's an interesting point, though, quickly to jump off what Renee was saying, that it's something that The Bachelor sometimes does, and has been doing a lot this season, of saying this happened or uh, this conversation could have happened, but they don't actually show us. Um, like with the Luke P. Um, Luke S. fight, maybe that was really the only angle, but... It's interesting because on Housewives, what they'll do is say this happened and then like immediately show you the footage. That's like the Bravo approach to reality TV. Right. So it's The Bachelor often will leave it a mystery for the fans to argue. I wish they were giving us more receipts this season because mm-hmm. it's frustrating for us to just speculate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't know what Tyler, maybe he opened up, maybe he didn't, but we can't necessarily know because the producers haven't necessarily been generous with actual receipts in terms of the footage, especially this season, which mm-hmm. I find I found a little frustrating overall this season, personally. As, as the receipt counter over here? Yes. Yes. As the accountant. <laughs> She's our accountant. <laughs> the CPA, Certified Public Reality Accountant. I love it. Ooh. I like it. New okay. handle on the yeah. way. Yes. Um, so, let's talk about Connor. Oh, Connor. Come on, dude. He pulled it. I call this the Elise now, right? No, I think it's much more a Demi. It's much more a Demi. What's the difference? Why is this a Demi and not an Elise? Because Elise was like, listen, I'm not getting enough attention. This is hard (laughs) for me. I want to be the only one here. I can't be here. And I wore my best dress. So now or never, baby. Whereas Demi tried pulling moves to stay. There was a difference. Elise just didn't understand the show. Demi was playing the game. Okay, fair enough. Connor was playing the game, just poorly. You, so you don't think he really was starting to feel the feelings? Of Absolutely falling. not. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to go home. I need to do something drastic. People say that they... Luke said he loved her on the second date. She loved that. Um, you know what I mean? I totally believed Connor here. <laughs> I think what? it's... Believed him more. I believe that he really was starting to feel the feelings of falling in love with Hannah. Whether or not he's right. I think it's because he looks so much like a high school kid. It reminded me of someone that, like, an Ernest Jr. would say at their prom. Like, after we danced to the Pussycat Dolls, I just felt like I really wanted to, you know, give you my pin. It's just like, that's such, like, a stick with you is what it would be. It's just, like, so the song I was thinking of. I, I feel like he is, he thinks he's in love with her by osmosis. Yeah. All the other guys are really feeling it, so it was like, yeah, I'm feeling it too, and I had I that, that one date with her on her bed when she was sick, and then our other date got interrupted by all the guys doing their shenanigans. I just think he hasn't had a shot for a while, and he's just been strung along. 
What I appreciated, though, go ahead, Christina. I was going to say, it was that his Hail Mary then? It was maybe his. It's all Hail Mary. A lot of Hail Marys tonight. A lot of religion tonight. What I appreciated, a lot of religion, we'll talk about that. (laughs) What I appreciated, though, is that Connor said, "Um, I don't want to take her home to my family if I feel like I don't know her better. Like, I actually felt like his intention for going in, at least the way it was pitched to the producers, was interesting, and that it was, I don't want just a group date to decide if, I've never taken someone home to my family before. Can I put that up to the panel, Ashley? Is that a big deal for you guys? Like before I yeah before I was married I didn't care like I'd bring a girl home to meet my parents and then if we if we broke up I'd just be like mom yeah no she's like all right cool my 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 parents don't care oh okay my parents aren't like yeah which is why not um my parents I I don't know if it's different because I'm a girl but I would bring guys over but my parents never acknowledged them they just thought they were all fleeting like it was never serious (laughs) at all like I think I would have had to like bring him to church for them to know that he was serious all right bringing him home was never an issue. Um, I think it is a bigger deal to me. I've only brought home one guy, uh, and they're definitely, like, they all have, like, their judgments about it. But, I mean, this for me would be serious if it got to the point where, like, I was, uh, the bachelor was coming home to meet my family. Because they then your family gets involved, and then your family has to be on TV. And then there's a lot more to it than just your family meeting them. You're exposing them to the world. So I think you better be serious about someone before you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless your family is uh, who uh, Cassie's family, and they're all models. <laughs> that was nuts. They're like, oh, camera crew? Yeah. Vine Vine for this way. Shoot me this way. Angels Shoot me this way. On this yeah. north side of the house. I'm the like... Chloe. That's the Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying so hard. I don't know. To me, it's just, I don't know. I, I find it funny when, when they talk about it like this on the show, like, wow, like, bringing you home to meet my parents. My parents think it's hilarious. The cameras here are like, oh, it's this girl. Oh, we'll talk, whatever. It doesn't work out. It's not like, well, shame on your family. I think, <laughs> yeah, my family's kind of the same. My family's <laughs> not that way. My family takes me ring shopping the next day. Oh, yeah. my God. Not, really. oh my God. not anymore. I know, not anymore. So did they meet Lauren and was like, yep. They fell in love pretty quick, but Aww. everyone does, right? She's great. <laughs> That's about my wife. She's the best. Okay, um, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, not better than my wife. Ayo. I'm in hey, I, I, she's great too. <laughs> no, my wife. I don't know. I'm just assuming. <laughs> Christine and I are alone. <laughs> we should bring our wives in and sit on the on the couch for one of these. To episodes. the ninety eight percent of female. And I'll bring my cat in. I don't even have a pet for Well no, because I have a feeling right that the four of you could gang up on Jeff and I together. It's just like shut oh, down. Yeah, Let us know in the comments if you want us to bring Jeff and Mike's wife on the show. My wife's at home. I don't right know now. if Laura will. Uh, well, all I'm Raquel saying is, to the 98% female demographic who watches and follows our show, Renee and Christine are single, so feel free to uh, reach wow. out. Um, okay, <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about... Mike. Mike. This one-on-one with Mike. Christine, how do you feel about this one-on-one with Mike? Oh, Mike. Oh, poor guy. He was so excited, and he was just getting shafted from the beginning. It was not going to go anywhere. I I think this, <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but now... I'm on the panel for the gamesmanship, right? I think this is the best thing that could have happened to him. Because I think he's got an amazing shot at being Bachelor and having his own show and part of the franchise, and he's going to do great. That guy's dope. We said a couple times we don't like some of the moves that he made earlier in the season, at least for me, I think. But um, overall, I think he's fantastic, and I think he's in a great shot right now. Mike for Bachelor? He looks great, too. He looked Getting dumped, he looked fantastic. He still went out with a lot of grace, a lot of class. Listen, I think Mike is so cute. I love his smile. I just can't get past, and just like the other guys, I'm sorry, I can't get past what he did earlier in the season. Yeah. Am I a grudge holder? 
Maybe. Because truly, that's all I think about. Because I think you can learn a lot about someone's char- uh, character through their actions. And yes, maybe he's great when he's on a date with his crush, Hannah. But the way he treats other guys, or two of the other guys, to be fair, and just certain situations in conflict, I didn't love. And the thing is, if you... And I, and I know I judge harsh with everyone, but like, look about... Look how Peter has handled himself in every conflict situation, whereas Garrett, Mike, Luke, Pete, literally everyone, even Tyler sees a bit annoying, but he doesn't, like, uh, he's not super petty about it, so I can kind of deal with him. But all the other guys don't handle conflict well, so that's why I'm not super on board with Mike. I gotta be honest. I think, though, compared to everyone else in the house, I'm not gonna give Mike as much of a hard time, because mm-hmm. it was kind of that one-off situation. Two! Two two off, sorry. But also, my concern is less about how he treats the other guys in the house, more so about how he, how he treated Hannah, which I thought he did great at. Yeah. I think he will make a great Bachelor, and I mean, I'd be remiss as the only black talent on this show to not acknowledge how amazing it would be for mm-hmm. ABC to have a black lead on the, their biggest franchise show. I think it would send such a great statement, and I'm totally here for it. I think it'd be great, and the consensus is to bring the wives, so... <laughs> no, <laughs> Bring in the wives. Yes. Um, After us approve that, please. The thing I'll say about Mike is there's been a couple times I've been hard on him this season, but it's because I've really liked him. It's because he has been like someone I really, really liked on this show and someone I was kind of vying to be Bachelor. And like you said, however he's treated the group dynamic, he seems to treat Hannah really, really well. I thought that his exit was so gracious. And you could tell Hannah was really broken up about the breakup because she... Broken up about the breakup. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You could tell, though, because she... um, knew what a good guy he was. She knew that even if she was making a mistake, he's a leader and he's a gentleman. And he's the kind of guy that would make a great... He got a very good edit tonight, I will say that. He He did get a perfect edit for tonight. Listen, if it weren't for those two occasions, I would have no problem with Mike. It's literally an... I just did not like the Cam thing. If he did lie, that really bugs me. Mm -hmm. I think it's just been enough episodes where we forgot about it, to be honest with you. But, like... I remember everything, and i that's why I've written off so many of these guys, and I wish it was just f- entirely a better batch this season. But out of the guys left, I will say the only three that I'd be okay with being Bachelor are actually maybe, I guess, well, obviously Peter, Tyler C., maybe, and Mike. That's it. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say someone else other than Mike. Jed? You like, thought I was going to say Jed? No. Well, to your point also... We forgave a lot of Colton's crappy behavior by no, the time no, 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 he no. came around to be Bachelor. We did not forgive him, Christine. What or happened forget, is we rather. hated him throughout the first few episodes, and then we started liking him. That's what happened. We did not ever at one point accept the fact he was Bachelor until he started to actually make us like the season. Also, that's didn't what really happened. Like we got the Hannah chance. before this season. But he didn't I get know. the chance from us. If we voted, we wouldn't have voted. <laughs> Don't act like we were like, you know what? I do think Colton. We didn't. No, we were all against I'm just him. saying, he, he got his, his fair shot no we, matter what. Listen. If well, we still would have voted against it. If Mike gets the chance to be Bachelor, obviously I'm going to watch. If I end up loving him like I did Colton, great. But like right now, this is how I feel. Two things I'll <laughs> say about this. One, the way he treats Hannah is what's I think important here. Mm-hmm. And two, I don't want someone who's played a perfect game to be the next lead. Someone because flawed? yeah, because the most interesting leads we've gotten like. Even if we haven't loved this season, Hannah's been a really good lead. I felt like she played the game terribly during her season. So even though Mike's made some mistakes, that isn't necessarily a prerequisite to mean he'll be a bad bachelor. It just mm. means he might make interesting television. I think he's more interesting than the other two. I see yeah. him being a more interesting bachelor yeah. than Pete and Tyler. Yeah, I think 
Now, this is interesting. Can you separate it? Would you go with Jed if we didn't know all this other stuff? Because I think without all this other stuff, he might actually make a decent Bachelor. Yeah, I do. But to be honest with you, uh, I don't watch The Bachelor for The Bachelor. I watch it for the contestants, just like The Bachelorette. Well, I do like a little bit more personality for The Bachelorette because I do find guy drama a bit more boring. But um, for The Bachelor, at the end of the day, it could be... A piece of bread, I'll still watch if girls fight over the bread and have, like, a crystal moment. I'll be here for it. <laughs> Calling Ari bread, basically. <laughs> truly. Truly. I I mean, Ari was one of the most Dry boring bread. bachelors we've ever had, yeah. but it was a fantastic season because yeah. of Crystal. So, if we get a Crystal, it'll be a great season no matter what. Well, we need to move on, guys. Let's talk about this um, group date, which didn't actually have an activity. It was oh, just God. going really into bad. it was going into a fancy room and alternating conversations, which is kind of a bummer. Really? I want to see them, even if it's something silly. I want to see them play a weird like Amsterdamian sport or like yeah. do, do something. If, if they could make up a Latvian tradition that you have to go naked bungee jumping, yeah. they could make up something it's else. Amsterdam. They should have gone high or like gone to the red light district or seen a sex yes. show or like Let's there's go. so many things in Amsterdam you it's can do. It's too Christian. Sorry guys, we can't. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I just, there could have, it's Amsterdam. Not there's a lot Luke. to do in Amsterdam is all I'll say. <laughs> um, so this group date, oof, not a good look for Garrett, not a good look for Luke. I was very upset with both of these guys tonight. Disagree. Who did you, you Luke think? Luke came out fine. <gasps> Interesting. In, in Hannah's eyes, like, you yeah. gotta, all the analysis has to be from her and within fair, the game. Fair. He looks great. He opened up. Yeah. There's a little bit of, like, tears. They made out like crazy on the thing, and he just wrecked the house before Garrett went in. Yeah. Garrett didn't stand a chance going in after him. And then, of course, Pete, who cares? He had nothing to worry about, right? He, Pete probably had a rose before the day even started. I've kind of, I hear you, Mike. I've sort of been, felt like I've been on a roller coaster with Luke. I assumed there was no coming back for me, for him, after some of the behavior he's done. But I, he didn't do anything terribly wrong tonight. Here's what's hard for me. If I'm in love with someone and someone asks me, how are you doing, and I'm upset... I have to answer. Like when Laura asks me how was work, and if I had, you know, not a great day with a host or something, I'm going to tell her about it. So what's he supposed to do when Hannah says, "How are you feeling?" I feel great. Things are hard for Luke. Yeah, what's he supposed so, to say? Okay, I think exactly what you say is. Honestly, I'm not having the best time in the house. I know these guys don't like me, but I don't care. Like yeah. I'm here for you. Thank That's you. it. Yep. Thank Let's you. go out on the street. Let's go get ice cream. Yeah. Let's talk about stuff instead of dwelling. And that's where Garrett really fell apart. Yeah. Because all these guys with Luke in the little times when they're not with Hannah, they all got to shut up. Stop talking to Luke. Stop talking about Luke. Stop talking about the drama. Just go off. Be by yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't involve yourself. Say nothing. Because that's what killed Garrett. Garrett had to say something before, right? Yeah. To kill yeah. I mean, also, Hannah asked everyone to stay in their lane. So that was his opportunity Just to show. Just shut did up. Because yeah. Luke is going to call you out. And especially if he's going first, he's going to look great. Especially with the crazy, intense physical attraction that Hannah has for him. She gets, you know clouded over her eyes and she hears what he's saying and it sounds like the guys are picking on me and he said that like right before and Garrett is fake and he was being fake friend there was no there was nothing for Garrett to gain by telling Luke I was being fake to you you're saying like yeah dude I mean you're here like we don't get along don't see eye to eye but I don't have to be rude to you right that's that's but he said it very petty in a way that allowed Luke to run with it exactly honestly I don't know. I kind of think, in a way, Garrett sealed his fate here. And it's interesting. A lot of people 
sort of liked the way Garrett played the game. They liked the petty silliness. But okay. what I gotta say is that's such he, a he bad prerequisite for win, so. a romantic relationship. Like if if I think about like playing those kind of games with my wife or like making fun of her or teasing her. Or, the one comment about from Garrett that really pissed me off tonight, and I'll be interested to see what you think, but Luke, like, lift his lips, and Garrett's like, oh, did you do that because you're attracted to me? And I feel like the subtext of that comment's kind of homophobic. Like, I felt like he was saying, oh, dude, are you gay? Like, and I just hate that kind of, like, that just feels like something that I used to hear in middle school. So for Garrett to say that kind of thing just really bummed me out. I was like, I think this guy's kind of a douche. Like, a, I don't know. I think both of them are. It's a you straight guys know up, I don't like Luke either, but... It's a straight-up locker room jab, yeah. guys. It, it absolutely is. Okay, of course it is. And, by the way, he just winked at him. I, I thought that right. was the most funny thing. Like, Garrett winked at him, and then they did the lips, and then Garrett went in. It's just, it's just childish. It's well, so stupid. I hate Garrett. <laughs> I still think Luke is toxic and manipulative. My feelings have not changed. I don't want to drill it in everyone's brains. But truly, I stand by everything I said about Luke. Please go home next week. Looks like he's going to. And Garrett was just such a little child tonight. I, uh, please don't go to Paradise. Please don't send him to Paradise ABC. You know who wasn't acting like a child tonight, even though he looks like one? Sorry, Renee, is Peter. Little baby face Peter. Oh my god, the love of my season. He stayed out of the drama and, like, totally got a rose and dipped out of that awkward date, like, real quick. He, yeah, good yeah. for him. Yeah. He did exactly what he did. And I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. He said nothing about it. Nothing. Luke came out and he was like, dude, I mean, we said, you know, don't, well, it's always, and that's it. She came out, he said nothing about it. Boom, straight with her. Boom, yeah. got her. That's the way there you go. go. And yeah. he knows, and he said, and I think in his ITMs that he knows Luke is manipulative, and he just stays in his lane. Let's Hannah figure it out for himself. And truly, I love Peter. And do you see, he, no wrong. He does no wrong. Mm-hmm. I love him. Sorry. Yeah. He played it really well tonight. He deservedly got his way, <laughs> and uh, went back to the house, and the guys were excited about it. Um, interestingly, Luke opened up about his testimony. It's. The one thing that's been interesting about this season, however you feel about it, is it's been very naked about the fact... It's not really the right word. It's been very off-the-cuff about the fact <laughs> that Han- Hannah's faith is really important to her. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. As someone who grew up and is like still a practicing Protestant Christian, it's been interesting for me to see these stories told on TV because they don't often necessarily get told with yeah. this much specificity. So, I don't know. Just however people feel about it, I found it to be interesting television because... It's like language is being used, vocabulary is being used that I think is pretty specific to their community. It doesn't always get shown on TV, so I don't know. I hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did he also like roundaboutly waste? I don't know what I just said. Was he trying to say that he's celibate now? Yeah. In his conversation, which I just. Saving himself Don't for marriage, like a born-again virgin. Right. Post-shower, he's a born-again virgin. Right. So he just stepped out of the water a new man, basically. I think, so. I think that's I what guess. he's claiming. It yeah. seems like it. That's his but objective. It's, it's funny that he like slid that in there to like get in her good graces, and then, like, oh, great, that, that settled nicely, and then let's just make out on top of each other and be overtly sexual. I yeah. think he's like, probably hoping that like, she was going to be like, yes, I'm virgin now too until I get married. But she what? No. Right. And Not there's according to wrong him. with that. Some all. windmills. Some windmill talk. Um, <gasps> all right. That's anything else the about new the episode. Windmill we got a- challenge on YouTube. Well Garrett said I love you. <laughs> oh Garrett said <laughs> I love you. And then he got the boot. <laughs> yeah. Did Garrett. you guys believe him? No. Do you think Garrett loved her? No. No. I believe nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Except anything right. Peter says. Except well, everything Peter <laughs> says and breathes. Speaking of untrustworthy people, let's get into our news for this week. After Buzz TV News. 
All right, kind of quiet this week on the Bachelor news front, except for the fact that another woman has come forward saying that she um, hooked up with Jed before he went on the show. This was allegedly 17 days prior to being on the show, which means that he also cheated on Haley Stevens, the girl who's come forward (laughs) saying that she was in a relationship with him before the show. No, I thought it was right before their vacation. Vacation. I think it was 17 days before, <laughs> before the vacation. their vacation, or so, right before their vacation, something like that. It's bad Either news. way, it was in the timeline, <laughs> which isn't faring well for Jed. Again, he is not able to do interviews yet, so we haven't had his side of the story. But as always, we'll continue to follow this um, as it develops. Also noteworthy that the woman who came forward said that you know she didn't really know anything about the fact that he was going on the show or had a girlfriend kind of came forward after the fact, after Haley put her story out. Not sure how much I believe that part, but I don't know. What do you guys think in the chat? Let us know how you feel about this news. I, like Renee said, I just hope they bring on the exes for AFR, or at least address it. They have No, they, they have, have to. to address they it. They so to. great. They're going to address it, but they're not going to bring them on, because that's the Bravo route, and that's the, like, yeah. more almost like Jerry Springer, like, bring them yeah, out and see is, what happens. I don't know that, that ABC would do that. Unless they get to go on The Bachelor next season. Mm. Well, let us know in the comments and the chat what you guys think of Jed. A lot of these guys are just, they're losing points. And unfortunately, the guys that were gaining points for me this season, like Mike, are, as at least for right now, out of the race. But I have a strong feeling we'll at least be seeing Mike in the future. Uh, We're going to quickly get into our Tweeting for the Right Reason segment, guys. Uh, Renee, let's start on your end. Okay. Oh, uh... That's mine. Okay, I can't. <laughs> so, um, it is this tweet that says, Me to Hannah. And it's, oh God, uh, Gordon Ramsay oh, yeah, 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 saying, What are you? And the girl goes, An idiot sandwich. Because, he's, he's listen, friend. you guys. Garrett on one side, uh, Luke on the other. <laughs> yeah. That's from Batch Bracket. Yes. Oh, We're gonna I love pull Gordon up the Ramsay next tweet. So much- All right, we'll pull up the next tweet and whoever's it is. Ooh, it's a it's a video. This is my tweet. Um the tweet goes live footage of Luke P and Garrett fighting tonight on The Bachelorette. And it's a video that went viral earlier this year of two guys putting up the middle finger to each other in New York, having a very silent fight that's petty and ridiculous. Oh, that is in Soho. <laughs> it's in Soho. It reminded me of Bridesmaids when Kristen Wiig and that little girl get in a fight at the counter, and they're like, well, you're stupid. Well, your face is stupid. Yeah. That's exactly what it reminded me of. And then okay. finally, <laughs> this one's mine. This, this comes from M. Folk at M. Folk. Hannah and Luke on a date, hashtag The Bachelorette, and then it's a comic of a man on one knee holding a bouquet of red objects, and they're red flags. And love the it. caption is, a dozen red flags. I love them. Pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty very, good. Very, very good. Yeah. Um, ooh, and we are also, and you had a tweet as well. I Mike, did not. Right? I did not. That's tonight. okay. No, because sorry. we're going to read three of our five star reviews from iTunes. Guys, it helps so much when you guys give us those five stars on iTunes. We're going to read some on air right now. Um, yes. Christine, take it away. We have one from AllieCat080801. Cool username. Um, the Luke P drama has, not, has caused me to not want to watch. I skipped through the parts containing him, and then I come here to listen to the awesome recap. Thank you. With all the different points of view on the panel, I know what America is thinking versus just how I see things. Mm. Can't wait for next week to listen again. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's very nice. We've got another one from JenT43086. She says, love you guys. This is more entertaining than watching the actual show. I listened to the recap of season 15, episode 6, at least three times because I couldn't believe how ridiculous that non-episode was. (laughs) But you made it so worth it. Shout out to you guys. (laughs) You're hilarious and all of your theories on Luke P crack me up. Thank you so much. 
And we've got one more. Um, Nikki, she got around to finally giving them those five stars. I've been watching on YouTube for years, she says. Thank you so much for watching Thank us. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Super nice, everybody. Thanks so much. Sorry, really quick. I want to shout out uh, a girl who DM'd me on Instagram. I cannot find your review for some reason, but Seham Majan, thank you so much for reaching out and listening to our show all the way from Australia. Oh, awesome. Thank you. I love it. Okay, great. Um, that's the show, guys. Let's get out of here. Um, thank you so much for being here, guys. My name is Jeff Graham. If you want to see more of me, you can catch me on Wednesdays. I host a weekly show where I review a new pilot every week. I don't know what we're covering this week, but I do know, unrelated, Stranger Things drops on Thursday, and I'm so excited about it. We will have yeah. coverage for that as well, so check that out. Yes, and you guys can keep up with me on Twitter, at Christine Mean, and on Instagram, at Christine I Alexis. Catch me here on the show, and I'll be back on the Queer Eye After Show when it premieres at the end of this month. Guys, I'm Mike Feeling. You can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling. I got two things for you. If you like the relationship reality shows, I do Married at First Sight here on AfterBuzz TV on Wednesdays at 9. And I recently found out that the measles vaccine can expire because all of a sudden I'm not immune anymore. So I got revaccinated today. So you might want to check it out. Wow, that's great. Uh, scary. <laughs> Renee's like, wow. move away. What a note to leave it off uh, on. It's important. Um, hey, guys. Uh, so I'm Renee Ariel. Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter, at Renee Ariel. If you want to catch me reporting pop culture news five days a week, uh, catch me on Shared News. Uh, and we have to address it because we are being asked before we go. Yes, we did still see the thing about Hannah um, beeping in a windmill. Love it. And Windmills. we'll definitely talk about it next week because... When she beeps in the windmill. When she, when she beeps in the windmill. Call her Don Quixote. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you guys next week. Do you have the measles? <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 